Headlock by Shardy. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Where's the Block with Shardy. And um, today we are going to talk about branding and we have a very, very special guest with us and his name is Ram Prasad and he handles branding and marketing for Shardy. So, um, hi Ram, happy to have you here. Um, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, hi. Uh, well, thanks for inviting me for the, the podcast. Uh, but uh, I'm Rafael and I have around 13 years of experience in marketing. And uh, majorly into B2B after the initial uh, 10 years. And the last three years, I was into B2C. Uh, marketing and my first touch time with crypto happens uh, when I joined Wall in 2020 and I handled uh, uh, majorly the branding and business marketing. So, with a full pay full time when I joined Sharia in 2022, so for the last one year, really into it. Damn, that sounds amazing. Um, two years in Met three must be something, right? Uh, so let's start with our first. Thing. Um, what is branding, right? What What's the process like from start to finish, and how do you measure its efficiency? Okay. Uh, so let's start with what is a brand first, right? So. Uh, What's a brand? So for me, uh, like brand is an identity that takes into any company or a product or a services, right? It can be any form, can be a name or a symbol or a text, whatever you can call it, right? So identity is the key here, and uh, this process of creating that identity is branding. And uh, when we look at uh, this uh, process, right? So the process or the tools used is the branding campaign we can do. And uh, these are here to take the right message about a company or a brand uh, to the right audience, the target audience, to the right channels. So with the activity of creating the kind of brand awareness and brand equity in the minds of the people, it's all about the brand. That, that sounds pretty fun. Um, so speaking of marketing campaigns as well, um, since you are also a marketer, how do you um, how do you run a marketing campaign and how do you measure its success? Yeah, I'll agree it into two parts. One is the brand campaign and the performance campaign. Uh, so, the objective of brand campaign is always awareness, and the objective of performance campaigns are all about like activities, right? So, uh, generally, how much campaigns are measured in people you are and that people subscribe to a website or product, number of people, you know, three people, like number of people joined a Discord or who connected a wallet, it can be a thing, or who purchased. Alright. Uh, but everything has a it is easy to measure in general performance campaign. So you have a cost per customer acquisition or cost per sign up so that's how people can convert into it. 
but in terms of branding, generally Dutchik is uh, pretty larger. He is all about the awareness, and uh, there is no defined metric, but in general, uh, how it is measured is uh, I'll I give example from crypto space at the level of space here. So in crypto space, uh, people do mass branding campaigns. When I say mass campaigns, it will be like traditional print ads, TV ads, etc. So that time, uh, they generally measure uh, how many people they reach during the uh, campaign. And uh, they don't have proper way to measure the effectiveness of those campaigns. So slowly, uh, when we are into example, uh, some digital companies uh, uh, and, and they were so easier. So when OTT ads came, there were ways to measure those campaigns. So for example, uh, we can always measure the number of people we have reached and number of uh, impressions on uh, during those video ads and number of um, brand recall that happened. And there are specific tools like uh, we conduct a brand loop study where we conduct a survey among the people who watch the ads and who haven't watched that. And we measure uh, the brand loop that happens during that period, and also the messaging loop that happens during the period for that, right? So, in by and large, awareness campaigns are measured in terms of the liquid of paper through this process. Yes, very easy way to measure is the Google search that created in the Google Trends or even the uh, the brand search keywords that are found in your Google search console. Just one way to easily measure your brand campaign success. So, but one general byproduct is always the uh, people generally call it as like uh, measuring the sales, sign up, the success to be the best way to measure a branding campaign. But personally, I feel the two is to be always the awareness. But later, it has to be uh, as a because. It's a seven. There's a marketing rule that people need to hear a brand at least seven times before they make their first purchase. So typically, brand awareness campaign that it is always to be the brand awareness, and it can be measured in terms of branding study for a larger campaign and for a smaller campaign in terms of the brand search keyword that you are going to use. It. That was a really, really thorough answer. Thank you for that. Um, so now that we have so many mediums to run different brand campaigns, what do you think are the most popular or effective mediums to do that today for Web3 companies? See, uh, I think the popular, more than popular, I think the effective part, right? So effective part, when you, when you look at the effective type of campaign, uh, even from the technical world and even till Web3, content, anything that is going to be organic and which is going to have a higher ROI, that is going to be always a, a popular one if you have enough time. Okay. So generally, the channel that always falls into this category is content marketing. Okay. And Web3 is, I would say, over into Web3 space uh, is not about marketing their product or something. 
even before marketing their product, they have to do marketing their strategy. That is very new effort. So it is all about the category marketing. So with the category mark, uh, creating educational content is going to play a huge role in terms of your uh, brand awareness in a particular period of time or throughout your life in whatever. And the ROI from these campaigns are really great. That is number one. And in terms of larger campaigns, larger effectiveness, right? So not everyone has that luxury of having enough time to do this journey. So there are several, so more than we, three companies, uh, the recent Web2 companies have utilized this very well. So in terms of, uh, I would say Nike, uh, Samsung, Time Magazine. So everyone utilized the NFT strategy very well and, and, uh, injected very well into their brand loyalty strategy, right? So all these campaigns they utilized for majorly like uh, the customer engagement or the community engagement, I would say. And uh, they used uh, this particular uh, part of the strategy and uh, try to acquire or engage with more and more of their existing uh, audiences plus the Gen Z audiences. So both audiences are uh, effectively utilizing this NFT campaign and that to hosting in Brazil. Uh, they have a very good job over there in terms of mass audiences. Because uh, when I look at it, uh, TV uh, TV ads in example to uh, general audiences, I would say, so like in the Indian market. We have reached 300 million people. And when I go to some TV or something, it has reached about 100 million. When I was looking for a space uh, similar in Web3, which will have such kind of TV, then I could see that is only possible in Metaverse, where, example, the Roblox alone has a 40 to 50 million uh, active users. Uh, uh, similarly, Decentraland and other. Metaverse has uh, such a huge number. So having, uh, if you want any larger effective branding campaign, so this particular is uh, to be uh, replaced properly by the three companies can be really, uh, it has a lot of potential for doing a larger, larger campaign. But on a smaller level, if you want to do all this, you can be, content market is going to be very, very effective along with social media percent of the campaigns. Absolutely. I think I agree with you that, you know, right now content is king. And, you know, if you want to reach the masses, NFTs and metaverse campaigns are definitely, you know, the way to go. Um, so coming, you know, coming down to more Web3 campaign related stuff, can you tell us more about um, some successful brand campaigns you've done in the past few years? And what are the reasons that you think made them effective and successful? I give you two examples here. One is uh, one campaign that I, I did two years back, and another campaign we did in the last like, two months before. So, uh, each campaign is for the crypto audience, second campaign is for the Web3 audience. So, you can uh, put it like the first one is the B2C, the second one is going to be B2B. And uh, in the B2C, two years back, crypto, uh, 
both of both the campaigns. I'll give you large scale with a smaller scale campaign that we did and how effective it was for us and what kind of how we measure the results. So the first campaign, uh, it was around March 2021. So there's a surge in the entire crypto trend and uh, there's a lot of new users were getting into crypto world. And we want to um, uh, acquire, when I was working in a crypto exchange, I want to acquire that particular uh, audience. So for that, uh, what do we have is one effective medium. Um, uh, to acquire such a larger number. So for that, we need to know where is our target audience. So our target audiences are in the age group of uh, somewhere between 20 to 34 is the ideal age group. And uh, they are very digital and tech savvy uh, audiences. When we're looking for these kind of people, uh, where do they available in a larger, uh, in, in, in large by any. So uh, when you look at that, uh, after the corona and everything, and uh, the only place that we could see is it's going to be either in TV or in uh, digital form, which is OTT. So TV, till it is a, uh, it's literally diluted, like it's a very mass marketing, and it's going to be on a very higher scale, and we don't want to do that. It's a tenant of what is our budget is. So with the current budget that we had, uh, we saw OTT will be the right place where uh, I can really target my full target audiences who are tech savvy and uh, who are generally into the interest is mainly into sports and games uh, and uh, so people who come for uh, IPL 20 like they were like uh, India and IPL 20 famous events in India and people who are the target audiences were the right audience for us so we planned a round awareness campaign with them uh, and for a period of 50 days, so we have a longevity also for any brand as I mentioned, minimum 7 touch point is needed. And we have enough response in terms of number of days as well as the frequency in advertisement. So with that campaign, we try two things. Uh, one is messaging, example, uh, India's change, number one. And number two is uh, to drive that messaging that uh, Purchasing or investing, you need not to have a huge money, uh, just a, a small amount is enough, like rupee 100 in INRT. So, these are the key methods we want to try with, and, uh, and like, for 50 days, we were able to reach around 50 million people. And in terms of, uh, results, uh, we could see a split of like, how do we measure it? As I mentioned, since the larger campaign, we have a third party industry who are there to do such brand studies. They came and conducted a survey and through that survey, we were measuring the entire brand awareness list. What is the awareness of uh, people who watch the ads and who haven't watched the ads? So we could see some uplift of around 20%. Uh, about the messaging, so whether they got a messaging that we try to inform them, so we got that messaging as well. So it really gave us a very huge bump in terms of uh, also during that particular day of uh, sports where our played. So in terms of all these three parameters, uh, we got a good results. That is number one. Uh, this is like. like 
into actual withdrawal. Coming back to that campaign, which happened two months back, here same thing. We are going to drive a message and uh, and brand awareness. Brand okay, the top it is going to be brand awareness. And the next thing we pull is uh, our USP. So how our chain is different from other right so time and uh, this time what we have chosen is um where our larger developers are going to be so there's an event which was planned in december like it in the event that's where our larger target audiences are going to be and our central target audiences are going to be there and that is the spot for us right so rather than uh it's like getting them in one place and if you are going to target them that's what i'll to do and it's on a smaller scale uh, when we were thinking about how to get those awareness points. So usual awareness point, everybody does is, yes, of course, sponsoring the hackathons and doing a side event, right? Both this We also did that and we need one extra touch points, a few more touch points uh, to get into the people because, because they are the upcoming change, right? Uh, it is an average point in those three days of the hackathon. So that's where team, uh, our team uh, brainstormed and they came out with this beautiful targets of giving uh, auto rights in India free for these particular target audiences. Uh, so we hired around 60 autos and uh, we gave them free rights, right? So, uh, and we branded those autos without messaging autos. So people who are outside India, uh, you may not be very relevant with the term auto, uh, but if these are the three-wheeler auto rickshaws uh, which are used to commute uh, people and uh, so our key USB is auto scaling which none of the other blockchains uh, were having there there was first to implement auto so if we want to drive that message so the vehicle that we used uh, were, were very uh, easy for us like rather than choosing a taxi or bus is the key and the right medium for us to communicate that particular message and it was well received by the community and uh, people over there and uh, so now uh, for three years we got a very good uh, reach and awareness in the so in this time uh, as i mentioned the smallest case i can't really much on the search console search things but now it is based upon the hashtag that we use and people who have really taken the right so these are the metrics that we really Measure to understand impact is escalator. Yes, that's all. Thanks, Jerm. I've actually seen your auto campaigns and I thought that they were really cool. And we, you know, saw a lot of people on Twitter also sharing them. So definitely, you know, all the campaigns that you've mentioned, um, a lot of people, you know, all over the country, probably even my parents have seen it. So, you know, like kudos on the effectiveness of them. Um, so coming to the next question, oh, before that, uh, I just wanted to tell you that your voice is just breaking up a little bit. So, um, like, could you just check your internet connection for a bit? Yeah, yeah, just like, sorry yeah. for that. No problem. Cool. So, um, the next question is, um, so a lot of people here are building web three brands of their own and all work for web three companies. 
So what do you think are the things actually necessary in order to build a strong brand presence in Web3? So when it's going to be Web3, the key thing is the community. Right? So Web3 is all about the community. So there's no consumer concept here at all. Web3, of course, as a consumer concept, it's going to be uh, as a consumer user. In Web3, it's going to be, in Web3, it's going to be customer concept. Um, it's all about the community and the guarantee from consumers. But the com community is the, uh, one of the key thing. And to get the right community, you need to have a right messaging. And to have the right messaging, you need to have the right product with the right proposition. Right? It should be a, a not one among the many. It should be the uh, one uh, who is doing the network. Right? So the differentiation factor is okay. When you are going to create a brand strategy, essentially they call it as a fourteen step framework where first of all you you develop your internal brand, right? So just understand what is your product is and how differentiate it is from the other other product in the market, right? So do a and once you understand the USP, uh, then you know so what is the right message to be driven, like how are you going to position your uh, product so that positioning can be in terms of two ways actively uh, communicating your uh, product attributes or it can be something else as well so the something is going to be a concept also so the messaging uh, some theme around it okay so there are two things right so so the mission that you are into it right so the mission also can be the messaging that you are going to try so once you are fine with that uh, then you Develop your messaging strategy, then start with your basic stuff like uh, building your brand story, uh, creating your uh, name, uh, your title, and your logo, your website. Once you're completed with those uh, creation identity, once you are finalized, uh, then you have to find your early adopter. So early adopter is the community which is going to believe in your mission or your product at the initial stage itself. So. Finding those early adapters is the key thing for you at the very initial stage. Getting your first 100 community members or 1,000 community members is going to play a major role here. So uh, so once you design and uh, and how are you going to reach those uh, community members or the first few people, uh, that is the key thing. And once you finalize your messages, uh, then you have to choose the right channels now. So based upon the channels where your target audiences will be, you have to give the messaging part. So the messaging can be different and it can, like, the theme should be one, but the messaging has to be different based upon the channel that you are going to be in. So, example, if they're going to be found in particular Discord, then get a messaging right for them in that Discord. If they're going to be available in IRL events or in hackathons or even even in, in online presence also have a right PR over there and right social media channels, right? Messaging in your social channels and right campaigns targeting them. So these are the key things. So put it in order. To get the right community, you need to get the right messaging. So for the right messaging, you need the right product with the proper USB. So take that one to the right people at the right time at the right place. Awesome. That actually makes a lot of sense. 
Um, so, um, what are some challenges a Web2 marketer coming into Web3 might face in the beginning? And how can they tackle these problems? Uh, I'm the one, like, uh, typically my example is, like, I am from the Web2 space, actually. So, uh, it depends upon where exactly you are at here. So if you're already into social uh, media or something, uh, so the transition will be slightly easier, but uh, you have to be mentally aligned towards the, the acquisition process. Earlier, you have a goal. Uh, you you want to acquire a customer and you have to always uh, communicate the product value. Uh, so those are your major uh, key focus areas. Uh, whatever the strategy may be, like you have to acquire a customer, to acquire a customer, uh, you have a right messaging to be like, uh, messaging to be there and it, everything is about your product, interface, all those stuff, right? But uh, in terms of Web3, it's not going to be on that sense. Of course, the product is going to be there, but you have your major stakeholder, the community. So you want to acquire the community first. So, so what are the things that you have to do for the community is the key area. So, uh, Earlier, you will be thinking as an employee when you are a Web2 marketer, uh, but when you are a Web3 marketer, you have to be thinking as a community as well as the owner of the company. Of course, you are a stakeholder. Everybody has a stakeholder here. So you have to think on both the CEO level as well. On, uh, then only you can come up with more and more campaign that is going to benefit. So uh, you have to play the both the roles so that uh, you know how you are going to benefit as a community member and what is needed for those uh community people this is on the overall uh on your uh mental alignment right so um it's not going to be straightforward approach it is going to be uh you are going to acquire a, a, a community and you are going to drive a community towards a, a goal so that is a key strategy you are going to make because it's easy to be a web2 marketer you are going to make them a purchase decision but here it is all about like uh getting them aligned to your thought process or your ideologies or concepts. So uh, that's a totally different process. But uh, uh, only one, one thing is like, uh, if you're going to attract those like-minded guys in your initial step itself, and you're going to convey that right messaging at the initial stage itself, it's a very easy process for you to uh, get this done. Okay, this is on the overall uh, yeah, messaging uh, wise, but uh, the next thing is, uh, not everything is applicable in Web2 is going to be there in Web3. So in Web 2, it is already, they have reached the stage, whatever the campaign they do, it is easy to measure, there's proper tracking tool to do it. Uh, but in terms of Web 3, you won't have everything because it's in a very initial stage and unlike other products, so uh, you won't have proper uh, tools to measure and measure the effectiveness of your campaign. You will have all these challenges, but you have to accept that. Uh, when you are growing, the entire Web3 also will be growing at this time. Uh, grow together, that's the only way. So you, you will be involved in the process of even getting the tools for you and uh, everything uh, will be in the process. So that's the mindset. So be open. And uh, But one, one thing is, uh, though it looks complicated, but uh, after a particular point of time, it will be very easier for you because you are always the one in the community. So you are always the consumer at the end of the day. So it's always easy to think on the on the consumer's shoes, right? So if you're selling a product in Web2, which you are not going to be a buyer, it's difficult for you to 
market it or do other things but uh, in in web3 you are the part of this ecosystem and you know what the community needs and example example what you need etc so uh, it's easier to think on the issues and the market them with so uh, on a top level it looks pretty complex but when you get into the system and you you understand ideologies it's very pretty much simple except for those technical challenges that you are going to face but that will be solved over a time but uh, this is the mind level take up that was actually a great answer and i think that was the perfect way to sum this segment up um the advice is basically to stay open minded and you know be a part of the community and understand the ideas shared there you know become a part of it in order to create effective campaigns for your community um so um moving on we have the next round for the podcast which is a rapid fire round and um you only get 5 seconds to answer each question so are you okay. ready now okay yeah all right cool so um name your favorite online or iron brand campaign till date uh till date for me in web2 space there's a great campaign that was running in india that was my uh, favorite campaign Uh, but in web3 space uh, to keep it uh, specific uh, i haven't gone through the process but i heard about samsung campaign so samsung has created their uh, metaverse store in decentraland and they properly communicated their messaging strategies through that particular campaign so that is the one awesome um second question What is your favorite website, social media account, or blog that you think every marketer must follow? I'll put it specifically for Web two marketer. Uh, it's always HubSpot, but for Web three marketer, it is going to be uh, I generally follow like the Growth Chain and uh, Coinbound. What's your favorite cuisine? Not everyone will be aware. Uh, outside India, so but for me it's biryani. Okay, everyone loves biryani. Um, yeah. At least in India, yeah. Um, what is the most recent movie you watched? So I am from southern part of uh, India, oh. a place called Tamil Nadu. So recently was the Tamil movie called The Tony Bull, which it means courage. Nice. Um. Last question is, um, what Shardium beta name, beta net name did you vote for? First, I have chosen. My priority was among the two, Iron Pillar and Conar, and I have chosen Conar. Oh, nice. Uh, so that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, thank you so much, Ram, for being so so um thorough and you know so detailed about the answers that you gave. And I think you know all the marketers or any anyone who's getting into Web three who heard this podcast will definitely, definitely find this very informative and useful. So thank you so much for coming over. Thank you, thank you so much for inviting me. First of all, and thanks everyone for watching us. Um, thanks everyone for coming over to this episode of Where's the Block. and we hope to see you again next monday at 7 pm on sardium discord um thank you very much <laughs>